Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Mr. Probs. Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry. But it can also feel like... I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 50 of the Worship Leader Problems Podcast, sponsored by Planning Center Online. What's up, Big Tasty? And Chris McClarney. What is up, my man? Yo. And Chris McClarney? I need a nickname. Come on. I need a nickname. Hmm. Hmm. I should have thought of that ahead of time. <laughs> it's a, we all have something with big. You could be the big pecan because you were just eating a pecan I, pie. I did eat a pecan pie. <laughs> That's some uh, Andy Bernard <laughs> nickname. <laughs> big, big tuna, because he ate a tuna fish sandwich one time. We got to think about, about like uh, what about like Big Minty? Since he's Ooh. always got the Altoids. Well, in his all mouth. right, I'll be Big Minty. Big Minty, we wouldn't want the big pick because that has multiple. <laughs> <laughs> the big picky. <laughs> big Minty. Is it Minty or Mint? What did we say? I said Minty, but Minty. Then I like if you did, if you want the guitar pick, he'd be Big Picky. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awesome, man. Dude, here's the deal. You have been with us since the beginning. Oh, that's right. What a thrill, man. When we came up to Fort Wayne and sat with you backstage, I was like, whose life is this that I'm living? <laughs> That's how I felt. My favorite part was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. My favorite part was like, we get to, and I'm like, bro, why would you like, you've never meant to, met us before. You gave us your phone number. You let us come back. Like we could have been like crazy mass murderers. And you're like, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would have been a good story though. Chris McClarney murdered by meme account, Christian meme account. <laughs> I would have, I would have gone out well, like real that quick. happily. <laughs> Everybody's got to go out one way or another. Might as well be Absolutely. being murdered by rando <laughs> meme account. <owner. laughs> oh my lord. So here's well, Big Tasty, do you want to you want to take a minute and tell everybody about Planning Center? Online? I do. I'd so bad. I do. Um, so they're our sponsor, <laughs> Planning Center Online, and they are awesome. The base. They are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So okay, they have this People app, and if you have a Planning Center account, the People app is free to you. The Planning Center People app will help you make sure that no one falls through the cracks by giving you a place to centralize everything you need to gain insight into the people in your church. You can have member profiles, contact information, background checks, custom details, online forms, workflows, custom reports uh, to find groups and databases and all those things. So the People app is completely free uh, for every church. And wait a second, you don't even have to have a plan. You can just use the People app. Ooh. Wow. That tells you a little bit about Planning Center right there. They're just, they're good people. They are good people. I've, I've been wearing my socks. You have planning center See, socks? a little too small for me. I have planning center socks. That's the swag oh, that yeah. they give away. And I, I told them at the experience conference, I was like, bro, I've been a planning center subscriber for 10 years and I've never had a pair of socks. And they hooked me, they hooked us up. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm going to have to call them. Dude, the owner of, 
That's right. Dude, the owner, Aaron, was uh, at the Experience Conference this year. And it, the Experience Conference was crazy this year because of Hurricane Dorian. Right. So we had, like, random people coming in and stuff. So one night they're like, so Aaron asked if he could play keys on stage. And nobody were – so they purposely went with not one piano-driven song because they're like, we don't know if he's any good or anything. Homie sits down at the piano and just goes, Damn. no way, he's like awesome. just all over yeah, this thing. Awesome. Oh, dude, he was no amazing. way. He can sing too. He can. He's got a killer voice too. But he's yeah. He's so, making way more money owning planning planning center. Than- <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I think that's fair. And good for him, fair. man. Good for him. Good night. Way to go. So, Chris, what do you got? What do you got going on these days, dude? Well, yeah. Right now, I'm currently in line uh, at um, my kid's school to pick her up, but I'm here about 45 <laughs> minutes early. Are you nice. first? Are you first? I'm line. first in line. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I'll probably be first That's in line awesome. for another 30 minutes <laughs> before anybody else. The only one in line. That's fantastic. That's awesome. So what's like, uh, like, what are you up to these days? I know you guys have got the ministry thing going, like with the oh, laundry yeah, stuff. We got, that. we got an album that's coming. Like, we're making music. Yeah, I just released a single, I guess, a week ago. I don't know. I lost track of it. And then we've got two more songs that we recorded that same night, and all that'll come out November first, I think. And then November seventeenth, nice. we're recording a record for our church here in Franklin, Church of the City. Which will be wow. fun. And then December, we record the Jesus Culture record. Wow. Oh, let's go, dude. So you're Come busy. Oh, yeah. Pretty busy right now. Oh, I'm going to, uh, tomorrow. I leave for tour with Red Rocks. Oh. Come on. I love those yeah, guys. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I have a buddy that plays. I was in a band with one of their electric guitar really? players back in the day. Yeah. Yep. So it. He would never want anybody to know the story, but we ended up kicking him out of the band because he wouldn't. <laughs> and in a funny change of events, he's the one going out on tour. <laughs> That's incredible. That's man. Where, where all are you? Yeah. Where are you going with Red Rocks? Where you know what this sounds? Well, like? yeah, I was. I should do this when I say tour. Air quote tour because it's really just three days. Oh, gotcha. All right. So. <laughs> But they wanted to call it a tour, so I'm in. I like it. Yeah. Right. So we're going to Schenectady, uh, New York, uh, Boston, Mass, and somewhere in Minnesota. Nice, nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. Hey, that's three more. That's three more north? dates than we're doing. So that's <laughs> that's that's absolutely a tour. Is it already gotten cold up there for y'all? Uh, in Nashville. No, I mean it was cold this morning. It's seventy right now. Oh man! Oh okay. It was thirty-four. It was ninety-three yesterday. Here. Ooh. Yeah, it was ninety-three yeah. yesterday. Oh, sure. Remind me where you're at, Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm in, in Indianapolis. Oh. Indy. Yeah, and I was in uh, Breckenridge, Colorado last week, and we had six inches of. Oh snow. my gosh! You know what I love about Indy is your little oh. tunnel system. Uh, you can just stay inside of buildings and walk all around downtown. downtown yeah, that's the coolest. Cool. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty cool. Hey, would you tell us real quick about the laundry stop? I want to make sure we give some love to that because that is one of the most incredible things I've 
heard of? Oh man. Um, so my wife, uh, started cleaning houses years ago so we could put our kids in a nice school here. And, um, then that business grew and kept growing. Now she has probably 50 employees and they do a ton of laundry. They clean houses and half of what they do is laundry. She wanted a way to give back. Um, cause it's been a real good business for her. So how, how do we give back? And so we built a trailer. It has two washers, two dryers. And every Sunday after church, we drive it downtown and do laundry for the homeless community right downtown Nashville. It's kind of super cool because awesome. uh, you're doing the thing on stage worship and everyone's clapping for you. And then you take that same worship and it just extends into the reality of whatever you've done to the least of these you've done to me. So mm-hmm. we're going to sing songs that are like, I love you, Jesus. It feels real balanced and healthy to come out of that and actually yeah. show love to the least of these. Absolutely. Hey, is there a way people can help? Oh, can uh, people get involved? we just launched the website. I think it's the laundry stop.com. It, like, it is, but maybe just search it, it because is. let's be honest. It Chris, is. Maybe, yeah, you, is. You're going to want to go to my, uh, they have an Instagram account <laughs> at the laundry stop. It might have underscores in it, though. I don't know. I'm real bad. We'll link. We'll link to it. We'll link to it and swipe up. But people can donate, right? They can make donations. It's a not-for-profit. Yeah, but well, we went through all that trouble. I don't know if we've taken a donation yet. Okay. <laughs> we, well, we need to change that. We need to change that. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible, man. Hey, hey is it okay to add, like how? How's your wife? feeling because i know a lot of yeah she's really feeling hard a lot better some time ago Super, she was pretty sick like okay, a whole good. lot better she's not a hundred percent but she's getting close um that's good yeah that was a crazy season mm-hmm. so glad she's i'm sure and the weird part is so i i i sent it to you guys that song valley that i just put out mm-hmm. what's crazy about yeah. it is i wrote that song it's all about you know what do you do when you're in the valley and I wasn't in a valley when I wrote that song, but right around the time that we were finishing up recording it, I found myself in a valley and I was singing these same words over and over again. And it was a weird feeling to, cause I kind of wrote the song from the standpoint of a pastor, four people at my church going through hard times. I just thought the church needed a song that said that. And then, Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out I needed a song that said that because that was a mm-hmm. crazy season. Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. Very cool. And it's a great song. Thanks, It, it is good. And, I, it, you know, I, I, what I love about it is, like, you're, like, the only guy I know that can write a song about being in the valley that kind of still grooves and puts a smile <laughs> on your face. It's the happiest lamenting song <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard in my life. I can't. You never go full lament. I can't do it. <laughs> full lament. Oh my gosh, dude! It's been funny lately. Like you'll just, I'll put up a song or something. You're like, oh, I, I right. Like I'm blown away by how many songs that you have been a part of lately. I like. We were texting earlier, and I'm like, you are the Sam Jackson of the worship music, like worship music scene. You're literally in everything right now. Uh, <laughs> That's super nice. 
So when we were talking to Chris about being on this episode, we were like, hey, this time, like, you're not necessarily like the guest. We just want you to be um, one of like just like the host with us. And so um, we're just going to kind of run through a normal form of the podcast like we we'd always would. And so why don't we get into our first segment? I cannot wait to get to do this with Chris, um, but we call it prayer concerns. Is there like a little uh, song that plays for this segment? Yeah, it's a there it's is. a Gregorian chant. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we like every time we do like a little segment, I'll like cut it and insert some music so they have like. <laughs> Remember when the Gregorian chant thing was like pop? Like everybody listened to it. Oh yeah, yeah. What happened like- to that? <laughs> I forgot all about well, that we all until this we were... moment right now when you said Gregorian chant. But that was a thing. Awesome. People had the CDs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it what, T-A-I-Z-E? Taize or something? There was like a thing in like the late 2000s in like the emerging church mm-hmm. where they like to do these chanting things. <laughs> I don't know. I just all I... <laughs> Uh, that's going to be the opener. Hey, spoiler alert! That's going to be the opener of the new Jesus culture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All I can think of when I hear it, though, is was it the Holy Grail when they go, oh, yeah. and then they hit themselves in the face <laughs> with the book? <laughs> that's all I can think of. All right. Well, every week uh, on the Worship Across Podcast, Chris, um, people will send in to us um, the complaints. Everything that we, that we find out we're doing wrong in the yeah. church that people will put in on their on their welcome cards, and I I mean you work at a church, so I know oh, you yeah. get the sounds too. One of my <laughs> one of my personal favorites, it literally it says, "How can we pray for you?" And then it just says, "We need more toilet paper in the men's bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. So apparently, apparently they need to be yeah, praying been, for the to toilet be paper. Fair, if you find yourself in a toilet stall without paper, you got to turn to the Lord. <laughs> That's right, man. It's the first because nobody, nobody likes that walk of no. shame. <laughs> that waddle of shame. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, big tasty. I, okay, I, guys, listening right now, I, I Brian may have said this could be one of our our better collections. So we're pretty excited for y'all. Yeah, we're gonna push the limits today a little bit. I think so. That's good. Ooh. Okay. Number prayer concern number one. Before going on stage, I was told that I should cut my hair because I looked like a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> Always affirming. Always affirming. Thanks, fam. Does the guy have okay. white hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's an overweight guy with the beard and white hair, I mean, the Yeti thing. It works. Yeah. It plays. But okay. wait, that's isn't that the uh, abominable snowman? That's white. Wouldn't the Yeti be brown? I, I thought. Oh. Wait, I thought Yetis were white. It's Bigfoot. Wait, did wait? Did you say Bigfoot or a Yeti? Yeti. Oh, I totally. Yeah, you're right. Chris is right. White. <laughs> There'll be it. We'll write a praise and worship song about that before this interview is. Ooh, I'm in. <laughs> I don't I don't have a guitar but I do have a pitch pipe. <laughs> um. oh my gosh. This is awesome. Okay. Prayer concern. Okay, you want to know. Concern. If you just take I do like if you just took 
<laughs> I don't know why it's in my head. I'm not the singer, but in the valley with a Yeti, I'll fear no evil. <laughs> Just throw Yeti in and it fits. I like it. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, number two. Moving to Colorado six months ago, I expected our church dress code might be a bit more hip and casual. A few Sundays ago, I wore a new colorful shirt with floral and vine patterns on it. Every single person thought they were marijuana leaf. <laughs> it is Colorado. After it is Colorado. After <laughs> service, one of our elders came up to me and said, Look, you can come to lunch with us if you change your shirt. <laughs> They were not marijuana leaves. What uh, were they? Poison ivy? You would think they would know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Number three. We were told that we should keep the house lights up during worship because we are children of the light and God would want us to keep the lights up. It's solid logic. I mean, <laughs> sounds like a production volunteer, right? Come into rescue. Okay, number four. I wore a long sleeve, ankle length black dress with tights one Sunday. An older member of the church told me it was the only Sunday she's ever seen me dress appropriately, and I have been leading worship there for twelve years. Uh, oh, my the goodness. the real joke is that that's from a dude. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh okay number five i had a guy show us his db meter app saying the volume was unsuitable for mammals so i pulled my paranormal activity app and i told him i was detecting off the charts negative activity in his general vicinity and that he needed to go see one of the intercessors <laughs> whoa 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 there's a paranormal activity app if there is i we need it i i'm literally i have to look Do it up now it. i got to look it up now Do it. <laughs> it has to be in a pentecostal church Wait, can I say that out yeah. loud? You can say <laughs> anything so. out loud okay, if you're brave enough. <laughs> Dude, look. Paranormal activity apps. Okay, wow. we gotta get one. We gotta get one. Ghost every survey. Booth, every booth needs one. Spirit detector. There's a Ouija board app. Dang. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's well done on the response, too, by the way. <laughs> right, we had one right. recently, Chris, where a lady asked this guy, hey, what decibels are you running? And the guy looked at her and goes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number seven. Wait, number six. Sorry, number six. A lady came up to me after church and said, I don't know if this is a manhood thing or what, but you really need to smile more on stage. <laughs> People won't know that you have the spirit unless you smile more. <laughs> A, a manhood, manhood thing? thing? A manhood thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes no sense. Now I'm really sense. trying to think of what things fall under the category of manhood thing. It's just not the <laughs> yeah. way I would describe anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, number seven. Someone told us that we shouldn't post pictures on social media of our worship times because that is an intimate time between us and God. You wouldn't post a picture of you and your spouse in your bedroom, so you shouldn't post worship pictures either. What? It's just inappropriate. Wow. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I, I got, I literally have nothing on that. I one. mean, I got, I got stuff. Nothing. I can't say it out loud though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because somebody just told me you can say anything. I'm, brave <laughs> I'm not brave enough. <laughs> I'm not brave enough. <laughs> okay. Number eight. This is the last one. Prayer concern number eight. One Sunday morning, I was experiencing some digestive distress. So I sent our boys on to church. We just lived across the road from the church. And I stayed home for an extra minute to, quote, do what I needed to do. A lady from the church decided to cross the street and walk into my home yelling my name. I finally yelled back that I was in the bathroom. She continued walking toward the bathroom until I yelled that I was trying to do number two. So get out. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying. So uh, true story. Like there have been when I when I used to play a lot more before I started mixing front of house, like there were two or three different times where in the middle of a worship set. I had to run off stage, use the bathroom, and I would make it right back. Like if I had to, because I always played acoustic, like if I had to open a song, there was literally one time, like I held it until I finished. I ran off, went to the bathroom, came back, and the worship pastor had no idea. I had like, because I came right back in and I nailed my intro. And everybody gets in the green room and they're like, where did you go? I'm like, I had to go so bad. And Randy would be like, wait a second. You went to the bathroom in the middle of a worship set? And I was like, yeah, dude. It was bad. I've done it <laughs> while leading worship. <laughs> I, How do you do it while leading? Well, here's the thing, I've man. Uh, when you play in a charismatic <laughs> church, that stuff goes done for hours, man. You just get people, <laughs> you get people soaking in the spirit. And you can back out <laughs> quite easily, get to the bathroom and make it back out before they even notice. <laughs> so if you just kind of keep your head down, your hands out and your eyes closed, nobody exactly. would even know, would they? Exactly. That's awesome. You just, awesome. Hey, I had to go do some business. Yeah, you didn't say with who? <laughs> a little bit of the business. Trying there. to do number two. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Props Podcast. All you have to do if you'd like us to read one of your prayer concerns online is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the MVP tab. And there we've got a form you can fill out. It doesn't ask for your name, your church's name. We will always keep it completely anonymous. And so... Again, thank you so much for being part of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. All right. Well, let's jump into uh, our last segment, uh, and we're going to do this with Chris, uh, that we call Sliding into the DMs. Is there a song for this, too? And that's where it, There's a song. Oh, yeah. It's always some kind of, like, like slow-rolling R&B oh, song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sliding into the DMs. And that's like, oh, yeah, 100%. Well, every week uh, on our podcast, uh, you know, the Instagram account is now over 60,000 uh, followers uh, deep. And so um, we get so many questions throughout the week in our DMs. And so what we like to do is uh, whenever we see a question that we need to take a little more time on, we bring those over to the podcast uh, and try to impart whatever wisdom that we might have after, you know, 35 plus years of ministry between Brian and I. And so I think today uh, there, some of these questions are a little bit more. Uh, I'm. I mean, Somebody, I don't know how many years you've been that, there, Chris. Right, you I'm play that sexy music, <laughs> and then we actually give people good advice. <laughs> this isn't a joke. hundred percent. This isn't a joke segment. <laughs> no, it's legit, dude. 
I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's yeah, the dude. ultimate joke. You so, said it up. It's no punchline. It's just the setup. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. Like it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what we're always going for, man. Keep guessing. All right, Brian, what are we talking about today? Okay, we get a lot of a lot of questions about songwriting, and we have like the ninja of worship songwriting on here with us uh, today. So, uh, like Chris, what would you say to somebody who is a worship leader or a volunteer in their church and they kind of feel that nudging to start writing some songs? Like, where would you counsel them to start? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, you just got to dive into it. I, an easy way to do it would be um, either to sit down and just play a couple of chords over and over. You can either cycle back and forth between like a C and a G uh, or G, C, D, E minor. Just play the same thing over and over and just sing your heart. And that's kind of where a lot, even now, I've been writing for a long time. A lot of my ideas come out of personal worship times where you just play the same chords over and over and sing whatever's on your heart. Another another thing wow. I do is I open up scripture and I'll just, it won't rhyme and it won't sound great, but I'll sing through Psalms, like just uh, oh, yeah. get to a Psalms and sing through it. And occasionally you stumble upon like, oh, I like the way that feels. That's uh, That feels like more than just a, you know, me song, but maybe a song for the church. And then, I'm, I mean, I, it probably won't work for everybody that listens to this, but if your pastor will let you, and if you have time in your service, I always like to take, even if it's 30 seconds or a minute at the end of a song, and just keep playing and basically ad lib, like just make up, make yeah. up a song on the spot. And it doesn't have to be good. There doesn't have to be weird pressure on it. But those, it's those kind of moments where what scripture says God inhabits the praises of his people. And the word for praises there yeah. means new song. So there's something about singing a new song that oh, wow. I think God inhabits. And that word is tequila, which sounds like tequila. So it's easy to remember. It's super easy to remember. <clears throat> so like for you, okay, so you're getting ready. You said you're getting ready to record an album for your church, right? Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. So, so like, what's the writing process look for you? Like, are you like kind of writing a bunch of songs? Do you have a group of people from your church? Are you finding writers from like Nashville? Like, how does that work to build the content for you? Um, well, we've got a bunch of writers at our church and we got, we just threw a few songwriting camps together and we got our pastor Darren to, um, to share his heart where we're headed as a church in the next season. And then we, me and the pastor meet once a week and, um, and I always ask him like, what are you speaking on? Like, do we need a song? What can I write towards? So that this record is the first one where, uh, it's also our first church record, but for me, the first one I've been a part of where That's we awesome. kind of had the pastor saying, Hey, this is what I think we're heading towards as a church. Can we write songs that help us get there? 
And that's been a really fun process. Just kind of dig in with super focused. Yeah. So I'm excited about what what we have. That's awesome. So, okay. What is it? Okay. What is is a songwriting? Did you call it a boot camp? Yeah, just a little songwriting camp. So, okay. What does that look like? Because I think that might be helpful for like, okay, what does a day look like in the mid when you go to boot camp? Yeah. Uh, so we, I mean, I've been to a bunch, a whole bunch of these camps and everybody kind of does them now. Cause they're a real fun way to get a bunch of writing done, but we'll get together for two or three days, sometimes longer if you're getting out of the state or city. But, um, basically you wake up, you have a prayer time, you eat breakfast, uh, worship together. And then you do a writing session from 10 to one or so. And then you switch up, you eat lunch, you switch up again and you do another writing session. And then at night, everybody just hangs out. Uh, And then depending on the camp, some people like to do like a song share every night. So uh, centricity at their writer's camp every night you all get together and you have to sing the songs you wrote. And what's cool about that is because you know, you have to show it to someone, it makes you have to finish it. Even if it's not, even if it's not a version that you would record in the end, you kind of have to have something you can sing everybody that night. So (laughs) it's a great motivator. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, here's a little different. We, we got a, uh, a DM from a guy in Germany Ooh. about, about songwriting. And so I kind of tucked it away. And so I'm going to read you his, his exact DM. It says, Hey guys, I was thinking I may be a worship leader, but I'm absolutely no songwriter. The songs I've tried were bad, repetitive, no nice progressions. And in short, I just didn't like them. How do you handle that? Well, gosh, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know what no nice progressions means i'm because the truth is like unless you're doing something weird they're all kind of the same progressions just slightly different so as long as you're not throwing in a bunch of flat sevens and you know (laughs) fifths and you know but even those all have their place but uh honestly i think for myself i had a hard time I, we might have talked about it last time we podcasted, but I have a hard time feeling that my songs are good enough too. It like I don't ne- necessarily. I'm not a big fan of myself. I don't think I'm a great songwriter, and I get nervous when I show people my songs. Um, but mm. I try and be faithful to doing it. And there's something about taking a risk and failing sometimes and growing from it and getting better and you just gotta have to kind of have to do it uh and yeah put in the hard work of you know crafting and what's good about somebody that said that's able to say my song isn't good or isn't ready yet is i feel like just knowing that you could do better is such a big part of people that are actually growing Because a lot of times in this business, you've got super confident people, overly confident people that'll send me songs and they're just really bad. 
And it's like, mm. and it's like, man, I wish, I wish you could have just heard what I heard. <laughs> but <laughs> to have somebody that's self-aware and it's like, hey, I want to be better and I don't feel like my songs are there yet. I think that's a really healthy place to be. And I would encourage that guy to not give up, but to dig in and to use that, you know, innate ability to recognize that something could be better to his advantage. Mm, mm, mm. That's great. Yeah, man, that's really, really good. So like, okay, when you like say somebody sent you a song and you're like, oh gosh, that's bad. Like, what typically are like the mistakes you hear that would make you go like, oh, no, no. Or what conversely <laughs> do you go, oh, not like recently I just, I started listening to lean back from Capital City yeah. and, and I was just like, it just the way the melody, you will not, like, it was just like, oh gosh, this is so like different and good. And then the, uh, yeah, the whole content makes me. Uh, time, but. And he did such a good job with that. I'm so happy he recorded that song. Uh, because oh when we gosh. wrote it, I thought that song would be, I didn't know who would carry it. And then Tony, yeah. one of the other writers just said, Hey, my buddy's recording it for a church CD. And I was like, sweet. And then the person that came out is <laughs> too good. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Like, cause like that song for me, like I, in life in general, I struggle with being Martha. Like I don't know how to be Mary. Like I work and work and work and work and work for the kingdom. Like 70 hour weeks, 80, that's, that's all fine and dandy. But just when somebody's like, Hey, just go sit at the feet of Jesus. I'm like, wait a second. Let me finish this over here first. And then I'll come over and sit at Jesus. So like I'll, I'd be out walking like, uh, every night and that song cut literally just tears. I'm sorry, Lord. Like I, I want to figure out how to do this. But like, again, it was just, it was such a different melody that I'm like, Oh, let's go. So like for you again, going back to you, like, what makes for you a good song and what makes a song like that? Oh, gosh. I, it's so hard because, uh, you know, sometimes you break all the rules and the song is awesome. And sometimes, like, here I am to worship. None of the words rhyme. Like, mm. that. normally I would say, well, I mean, if none of the words rhyme, then that's not, that's weird. But that song doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it's awesome. So I hate yeah. giving people, like, concrete rules. I will say that the best songs seem to be about one thing and not the entirety of the gospel. So some people try yeah. and like, like they have a chorus idea that's about grace, but then in the verse, they're not singing about grace. They're singing about, you know, I don't know, faith or, and it's not that it's bad. It's just not focused. Or like yeah, some of the sense. best songs are songs where, you know, the verse is about grace and then the chorus is the main focus of what we're trying to say about grace. And then the bridge is a response to grace and it's all super focused and it's saying one thing and doing it well. And I think that makes a good song. I, I mean, it's so hard. Some of the big mistakes that you get are just like... People, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You, you just hear a song. Sometimes you're like, yeah, that's good. And sometimes you're like, that's bad. I feel bad. I just don't want to give any hard rules. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's all subjective, but like, there are some things that like, when you, when you've been around it long enough to go, yeah, that's good. Like, yeah, that's, you know, that's not so much, but right. 
Has has there ever been like has anybody ever showed you a song and you're like that'll never be do anything and then all of a sudden it's like huge. Well, speaking of here I am to worship, that happened uh, when Tim wrote that. He showed it to Matt Redman and Matt Redman said that song sucks. <laughs> That's insane. With a British accent too. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's like double double cutting. He probably said it's rubbish, mate. It's rubbish. Absolute rubbish. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I remember uh, a couple years ago, somebody in my church handed me a CD of like their nephew or their grandson or something, and those. they 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 wanted to, me to listen to it and tell them what I thought. And I was like, okay, listen, I'm not an expert in this, and there are way more qualified people that you could ask. No, we really want to know what you thought. And so it sat on my desk for a couple of weeks, and I just thought they would forget. They, they didn't forget. Oh, so no. they kept emailing me and calling me. So finally, I stuck it in, and man, it was it was not amazing. It was like all these large, like multiple syllable words. And I remember Laura's story, Laura's story saying people don't record, you know, songs with five syllable, you know, words. And then you've got indescribable, you know, which, which came out and, but this guy had like multiple of those kinds amazing. of words in the chorus. And I, I remember, call, I remember sending an email and it was just like, look, man, you, you have asked and this is what I think. I think, you know, you don't need to cover the whole Bible in one song, you know, maybe focus and maybe, maybe use smaller words. Smaller words. <laughs> yeah. Then I never heard back from him. <laughs> Dude, it's tough because like we've talked about before, like we live in such an American Idol culture where like everyone's been told, oh, you're the best, you're the best. And like it's, they're, they're like, there's sometimes where you just got like, I feel like you, like you got to give hard truth because like that might not be your spiritual gift. Right. You know what I mean? And like somebody's striving in an area that like, and, and just, Oh, you're doing great. Like, keep it up. And it's just like, no, that's, that's, that's maybe not your gifting, you know? Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. I'm a Paula Abdul. I will always <laughs> tell you how wonderful you are. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely a Randy Jackson. <laughs> Yo, Yo dog. dog. <laughs> Yoda, for me, for you, for me, for you. <laughs> you know? When I when I was playing bass with Journey, <laughs> dude, exactly, exactly. Oh my god, you would love to bring that up. Do you okay? Do you remember the scene from the movie Step Brothers? And I, again, I've only watched the edited version for television. Oh yeah, of when course. Will Ferrell pull, he pulls out the samurai. Of course, you have. Yeah, he pulls out the samurai sword. <laughs> do you recognize that signature? <laughs> Pretty recognizable. <laughs> Randy Randy Jackson from American Idol. <laughs> Pretty recognizable. Exactly. And you're not going to not get Randy Jackson's signature. And all I had was the samurai story. Chris, how often are you leading on the weekends in your church? Uh, I probably missed 15 weeks last year. So every, wow. pretty much every week I'm in town. Nice. Wow, nice. dude. And are you considered the worship pastor of your church? Yeah. Wow, dude, that's, I, I don't think I realized, like, I knew you were pretty involved at the church, but I don't know that I ever realized that you, like, um, were leading Yeah, man. Is that tough? Like, does your schedule, do you, like, work your schedule to make that happen, or does it just Oh, not, no, like, it's hard work. I got to, like, fly back on Saturday night at midnight and then wake up oh, at wow. 6 to lead. Yeah. Wow. That part stinks, but I tried to, we came off church staff 
six years ago now, and I just missed church too much. I had to get back to community. Something, it just feels safer, like being anchored to community. Mm -hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more. So I remember this is several months ago. I'm I'm on the platform getting ready to play for communion. And all of a sudden, Jeremy and I start getting these texts from you and you're making <laughs> you're making memes oh, yeah. about the song Raise a Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on stage. While he was on yeah, the platform. On stage. <laughs> and I'm I'm on stage at the keyboard reading them. Yeah. <laughs> Raise a hallelujah. It's so awesome. I had to text so awesome. my boys. It's because so cool. someone had just sung it while I was sitting on stage, and I was like, oh, there's jokes. There's jokes here. <laughs> so One time we were jokes. doing a worship night for our church. It was outside at a park downtown Nashville, and I'm leading worship. And in the back, behind the crowd, I see an ice cream truck go rolling by real slow. And I said to myself, <laughs> I was like, self, if they do one of those, hey, let's all get in groups of two or three and pray, you got to go get ice cream. And they sure <laughs> this dude gets up on stage and he's like, hey, let's all get in a group of two or three to pray. And I just took off running immediately as fast as I could, bought an ice cream, ran back full. I actually bought two ice creams, ran back full speed, handed one to my oldest daughter, put the other one in my mouth and put my guitar back on and went back. Oh I'm going to text you the picture. When we're done here, I'll text you do the it, picture. Do it. Yes. yes, do it. Yeah, it's do a it. picture of me eating so the ice cream it. while everyone around me is just <laughs> worshiping with their whole heart. Dude, so we were at the experience conference this year. And there's like, a, it's a big moment after the speaking and all that. And I'm looking around, I'm like, because I'm sitting in front of the house because I got to mix this year. And so I'm like looking around, I'm like, where is Brian? Next thing I, I get a picture of a giant Sunday. Oh. <laughs> he had totally left. And, he, and, and the text back is, Tasty needed a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Big Tasty needs that big Sunday. <laughs> he needed it. It was Dude, good. He too, was man. cracking me up all week. It was like little, he found all the, Dude, Chris, have you ever had a cronut? Oh, yeah. Dude. I they're, I never have. They're one. He's finding all these things. Those are awesome. Oh my gosh. Those are awesome. Yeah. So so good. We got to get Chris McClarney to experience conference. Oh yeah, let's let's do that. I, hmm. I yeah, yeah, I saw Meredith I, Andrews well, was there. Yeah. Yeah, dude. She was great. She's cool. She was great. Cool. Dude, thanks for coming on, Chris. Oh yeah, you did back. My daughter's about to walk out the door. Is so this really? is literally perfect timing, dude. Yeah. This is two minutes. School bell rings. Is there, are there people behind you? Oh, yeah. It's full now. <laughs> yeah, I might have, hey, I might have sat Chris. here for an hour by myself, but I've saved at least three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Man, I love that dude. Um, unbelievable. I love him too. I love him. He's my homie. Remember dude. when I was at your church and somebody posted, maybe it was Pat Barrett, they posted a picture of McClarney getting chased by geese. By, by like a goose, a, yeah, yeah. And I, we memed it. <laughs> yes. That was wow, so awesome. Was good. So awesome. It was good. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode stinking 50 
of the Worship Leader Pros podcast. Uh, don't forget, there are a couple different ways you can be involved. You can always uh, join us on Instagram for any of our posts that we put. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Don't forget, you can go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com and you can click on the MVP tab if you'd like. Well, I guess you could do the MVPs if you wanted. Um, yeah. And you can also do prayer concerns. And then, I mean, it, I mean it's only a matter of time. And our uh, online store will be open Soon. and you'll be able to pick up some WLP merch. So Big Tasty's been working on that in the background. And so, man, there's just so much cool stuff happening on the podcast. And we just want to say, guys, after 50 episodes, we are so thankful for you guys. None of this would be possible without you. Did you think we would still be going at 50? 100% no. <laughs> 100% no. I was telling. Some- I think what I most. Go ahead. I think what I'm most impressed about with us is that, you know, we're doing these once a week and I think we hit 49 episodes or no, I'm sorry, 48 episodes in one year. So I think we only missed two or three weeks out of a full And one year of those was like for Christmas. <laughs> like one, like we, well, if we, the other was I was in the yeah, hospital. Exactly. Like, so these are soups <laughs> legit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if that doesn't show our commitment to you, the worship leader props nation, I don't know. Can I say two things real quick? I actually say three anything things. you want. I love you and this you and go this for four. four maybe. I love you. This has been a blast. I love you and too. We're gonna keep on trucking. That's for sure. Number three, planning center. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. I'm not letting you take a picture of that. Number three, planning center is amazing. Yeah. Number four, we've partnered with uh five words media. Uh oh, hashtag yes. free church A V. Okay, so this is a, a company in Arizona, they're giving away an AVL system for your church up to $200,000. So dudes, wow. for real, man. So like if you go to our Instagram at worship leader probs, click on the link there and it will, it'll populate a bunch of different links. Look for the one that says free church AV, click on it and uh, apply. You got to be in it to win it. And uh, they're going to be uh, drawing randomly, you know, in December, I think, or January. Um, and get in, get in the contest, man. Enter your church to win. And huge props to Dan Gorley and the folks at free at uh, Five Words Media Ooh. for for putting their money where their mouth is. They love the church and they want to see the church equipped uh, to do great things and make an impact for the kingdom. So uh, make sure you get in on the free church. A B. Love it. All right, guys. We love y'all. And until next time, see ya. Do it.